We love you. This is for Warner Brothers, who owns the rights to this song. Please do not shut us down. This is not our song. It's Warner Brothers. They own the rights. Permissions. On with the show. This is it. This is it. Dear Mr. Zuckerberg. I'll get it out of there. Oh my gosh, do we do it? It's a storm. It's a storm. It's a storm. It's a storm. Oh, hey, we were just outside just a few minutes ago. Again, Toto, it's a twister. It's a twister. I'm scared. Help me. I'm scared. I'm scared. Don't make fun. You're all right? It's a storm. Okay. I'm just, I don't, uh, I don't get scared of that stuff. I, 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 I don't. I don't either. I just don't. And, I, and no disrespect to people who have gone no, no. through some pretty significant storms, but, I mean, other than Sandy, which I know was very terrible for the state, the state really doesn't get hit with that much. I mean, no. you know, once, go live in, like, Oklahoma, where they get hit, like, six times a year, and where the flat, wind, flattens their whole... Six times a year, six times a day, in one town. And their whole town. houses get wiped out, and then they get sort of flown That's up, where and the their wind cars truly are flying, does come whipping down the plane in Oklahoma. So people just flip the F out. I know. Like, calm down. I mean, yeah, well, it's, it's a little intense. For a moment or two. And to me, to me, that's that's ninety percent of the problem with folks. You know, they get all they get all Barney Fife. You know, oh my God, Andy, what do we do? What do we do? Oh my God, what do we do? All right, there, Mister Mister Tornado. Who I, you is it New Jersey? Board? It's not a New Jersey thing. No, because I can tell you it's in not. Mass, like we suffered like the worst winter in history, and everyone was like, eh, whatever. I'll watch Netflix for three days. Crap. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? You know, I don't know. It's weird. I just. If you think about it, lately, too, I mean, the winters around here have not been very wintry. We're right on the cusp, because just north, you have, you know, New York State and New England, and they you know, they still get winters up there. You, you think? Know. <laughs> Absolutely. You oh, know, yeah. I mean, what, about four or five years ago, I was up in Maine uh, the last weekend of April, and along the side, all the snow was gone, except for along the side, off the shoulder, down into like where they where they make it so like the water can accumulate and not go up to the road. And there was snow down there. And it was late April. Okay, so I get it. Okay. And even with summer times, this isn't this is some kind of a storm very similar to what we used to have back in the seventies and eighties. I was telling Jane that uh, we would have these cloud bursts with the dark and I mean dark, like pea soup green dark clouds, you know, and, and the rain would just be coming down. And Dad and I would have to, we'd be out doing yard work, and he's like, hey, we better get in the garage there. Get yourself something to eat and drink, and we'll just sit there listen to the ball game. Ball game? Yeah, the ball game, because here we are in New Jersey, and um, out here in Queens, they're playing ball, you know, 40, 50 miles away. So there's no storm out there. So we'd listen to the Met game, and it's just coming down, and it's bad, and it's just like it was outside here a little while ago. It's very bad, very windy, very rainy. So, you know, then the thing is, we really haven't had a lot of this in the last several yeah. years. We really haven't. Right, and yesterday we had the same, people like, is this rain coming? Is this rain coming? Uh, is this rain coming? And I think Robbinsville, we got like two drops. Yeah, it's tornadoes coming, so is Christmas, okay, whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, it is know, what it is. It, it might, it might not, who knows? Like, don't just, stand under a tree. Well, for one thing. Right? Yeah. Don't, if you're not comfortable driving in this weather, then pull don't. over. If you're already on the road, pull over. Or if you're on, on a highway or someplace where you can go under the underpass. Underpass? Stay there. That's good, too. Stay there. Take an exit, go somewhere else. Yeah. That's good, too. 
You don't have to be like, oh my god, oh my god, what do I do? Oh my god. Don't Barney Fife it. Do not because because that's that's 90% of the problem. People freak out when they do that. They're not thinking cogently. They're not thinking clearly. So you've been in a tornado ever, Trace? In your home? I mean, I've been in some pretty significant storms. I actually I remember very well, other than the very harsh winters and the winter I'm talking about, which was about a four years ago or five years ago, the, the worst in Massachusetts history, I was in Massachusetts for the, uh, what was the name of the storm? The storm that actually... Any of those podcast. places in Southern Illinois, Iowa... Podcast. Are, are you done with... I'm so mad right now. That just like interrupted our whole show. Well, what are you going to do? You know? Listen. You're just looking out for us. It's just a storm. Just relax, I know. everybody. Everybody gets all... Change my jibbity. train of thought. I was going to say something... About in the in the weather. The bad the bad winter. Have you, have you ever oh, been to a tornado? Oh, oh, oh. So the, the, uh, the Gale, the um, the movie, um, the the biggest storm, with George Clooney and Mark Wahlberg. Uh, right. Perfect storm. Right, Thank right. you. That storm... I was in Massachusetts for that storm. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, and I remember I was with some friends, and we were walking around. We happened to be, I don't know why we're at a hotel. I don't remember what we're doing. I don't know. Who knows what we're doing. Were you tired? A long time ago. No, no, no. We lived in that area, but I think we were visiting someone. Someone was visiting from out of town. So we went to the hotel to see that person, and I mean, this is... This is the early 90s. I was going to say, it's a good like, 20, 25 yeah, years ago. Yeah, it was ago. a while ago. And I remember uh, we the storm came and was there, and they were like, don't go outside. And I was like, I'm going outside. Yeah. I mean, I've been, I lived through Canadian winters. I mean, seriously? I mean, when I was a kid, I used to walk through eight feet of snow to go to school. Uphill. I mean, really. Ways. So I was like, yeah. So I remember going outside, and I remember grabbing on to like a pillar <laughs> and holding on to the pillar and I was literally the 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 intense wind was so strong and I remember looking at my friend and I was like uh dude this is like pretty bad huh this is like this is like a storm and then we're like maybe we should try to go back inside so let me go inside and we're trying to close the door and I remember we had trouble closing the door oh my and it was pretty intense I mean it was a pretty bad and it sunk the Andrea Gale that's what it sunk that's the it. Andrea Gale that, that day that was the day. Yeah. And that's they made the movie about. But yeah, I lived through that. I lived through winters. I've lived through the worst winter in Massachusetts. I lived through Canadian winters. I mean, so this to me is a walk in the park. Early seventy nine, President's Day weekend. Uh lived through several hurricanes that have come up the coast through the you years. You lived through Sandy. Yeah, we did. That was I tell you what, I mean yes, that was bad. There's no two ways about it. It was bad. It was a hurricane. It was very bad. Uh, we're sitting watching TV right around 9, 9.30 on that night. It was a Monday night. And all of a sudden, everything just went dark, went black. There was no lights. There was no nothing. And my father's like, well, that's that. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he said? That's it. Oh, he goes, that's, I guess that's it. <laughs> like, gee, Dad, you think? And, uh, you know, um, other than... And I didn't mind it, but, you know, with my mother and dad at that time, um, mother was in her late 80s, and dad was in his mid-80s, and he's going to be, by the way, it'll be 90 in not, two, not quite two months. Mm. And it got a little cold because it was the beginning of November, if you remember, okay? It was the beginning of November, and uh, at night, it would get cold. 
So I, uh, I had a very dear friend of mine uh, give us some camping gear, you know, like the little little football-sized bottles of propane that, yeah. you, that you, screw, I use yeah. you screw the deal on there. Oh, with yeah, the, I have that for my, um, my tiny grill. I have the little propane, right. tiny little, they're little green. Well, you can have the, the, the thing you, you screw on for the radiant heat. Oh, yeah, yeah. So what I did is we got that and um, made sure everything was well ventilated, by the way, but put, you know, put it in the den so mother and dad wouldn't be cold because they you know, got cold easily, and it would go down into the low 40s at night, and it, you know, the, the, the heat wasn't up because, again, no electric, mm. thank you, for nine days, mm. so, you know, we muddled through, we made it work, you know, we made it work, we did, we did. you know, there was a, then there was a ton of people, a gazillion times more inconvenienced than what we were, so as, as unfun as it was for folks like us, there were others and even in our neighborhood people with trees coming down on their property our next door neighbor had a tree come down on their house and they had to have the one corner of the house redone you know a little bit um nothing major but just enough to oh crap we got to get it torn apart and rebuilt and they had that done quick before the winter came because you don't you know you don't want to have a piece of your ooh, rumble rumble okay. outside you don't want to have a piece of your roof Sorry. So at any rate, it is what it is, you know. Take it all in stride, head on a swivel, eyes on the outside, of course. Eyes on the prize. Right. I don't know. You know, but don't, you know, don't don't flip out. Don't flip out. Whether it's today, tomorrow, next week, next month, you know what? Just be aware. Be aware, okay? Don't take it lightly. Jeez, in, in floods, you know, even out, out by me in Pennsylvania, we had some terrific floods, and I don't mean in a good way. I mean, just terrific, just big floods on the Susquehanna River where, uh, where I have a home in Bloomsburg. And, you know, it was, it was literally, it was the, the highest flooding that had, had Jeans, been. Jeans, turn on my uh, laptop, please. Please and thank you. <laughs> so, you know, just be careful. Gene. Be careful. Don't don't drive through you know Gene. puddles that aren't familiar. And uh, oh, ladies and gentlemen, there he is, Gene Gene. The uh, it's oh the the the, the sound. The uh, sound. Yes, please. <laughs> Sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, the NVC dancing end. There he goes. <laughs> oh, what are you gonna do? Here we go. Uh, oh. Yeah. Keep talking. Well, something called the volume button. Maybe we've heard of it. I don't know what that is. Hey, so Brian Johnson's going to be back with the band now after his little hiatus. He's better. Going to join him. That's what's happening right now. What's happening right now, John? ACDC. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's what's happening right now. Right now, Jersey. outside. We're in New Jersey, for those of you on our podcast. Yeah, it's like everything. And there's We're a bunch of storms. But we like everybody. We oh, listen, like everybody to listen. Kings, queens. We have a king listens to us, too. Is a prince? Is it a prince or a king? It's a prince. Not... Prince Purple. Queen? Rain. You don't mean Prince. like Uncle Arthur? Yeah. <laughs> <The> queen? <laughs> no, not Queen. Not that Queen. What? No, a prince. A prince. You saw it on our uh, 
Gene sent it to us. There's a prince oh, in, right. in like India, I think. Yeah, or some royalty. Royalty listens to us. Oh, I bow down to you. <laughs> Sim Salabim. Oh, hello. <laughs> yeah, so we would, you know what I mean? But we love our Jerseyites. How do you, Jerseyans? Jerseyans, New Jerseyans. Is it really Jerseyans? Yeah. That sounds stupid. I know, what are you going to do? We love our Bostonians. That works. The sea? Works beautifully. Of course. We love our Montrealers. Why? That works. Torontonians. Manus. That works. You like the Manus. New Jersey doesn't really. The Manus. Of course. Of course. The Manus. <laughs> you know, they're not New Jerseyans. New Jerseyers. New Jersey. New Jersey residents. Jersey's weird. You know what I realized? Is this a bad thing what I'm about to say? Well, you're not even from Jersey, so you won't be offended yes, by I this. Am. You're from Pennsylvania. No, I'm not. Where were you born? Washington, D.C. Okay. Where were you ten, raised? In New, in New Jersey. Jersey. All right. Well, maybe ten, you'll take offense to As of 10 days old. No, trust me. I am, I am, my, 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 my love for New Jersey is not what it was. This Go is ahead. my realization since I've been here now, you know, um, almost four years. It'll be right. four years in September. So I, I really feel that people are much more miserable in this state than Massachusetts. And everybody that? talks about like mass holes and everybody mass Just the way so they rude. drive, they're just yeah, they're little aggressive drivers. You, you, you got Massachusetts, you got Virginia, and you got Florida. Okay, mm-hmm. as far and no in no particular order, but up and down the East Coast, some of the worst drivers. No, I agree with you on the driving. I, I, I tell agree you what, with that. depending upon where you are, Jersey drivers are not that much better. I got to tell you, and, yeah. and a good portion of PA drivers are just like. They're not bad. They're just like, do, 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 do. Dude, pay attention. I agree. Driving. With the driving. <laughs> but it's just like the overall attitude. And this is just because. Well, I we've deal had this with, discussion. I, well, I deal. But I, I don't know. I think it was like, because I deal with customers local now. I also deal with Illinois. But, you know, they're actually really, really nice. Oh, they're how are you? Nicer. It's good to talk to you. Yeah, much nicer in Illinois. Yeah, there you go. But those are the two states I deal with, New Jersey and Illinois. Where and honestly. The people in Jersey are miserable, like miserable. Ring, and, ring. I, and I did ring, 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 ring. Yeah. Hi, this is John from the place. Yeah. Um, we talked last week. So. <laughs> right. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Actually, that's kind. I mean, uh, the f bombs. I, I mean, I had people call me. I had a woman call me a see you next Tuesday from New Jersey. Wow. Like, really? <laughs> I'm just, you know, you don't have to, listen, if I'm calling you to sell something, <laughs> that kills me, man, you know, legit, if I'm calling you to sell something, all you have to say is I'm not interested and hang up the phone. I'm okay with that. I can take rejection. I've been doing sales now for like 20 years. I, I have no issue with rejection. But the weird thing is I've always worked in account management. So the rejection was always kind of soft and nice because I had relationships with these people. So how's your career been? I know. You manage. Go ahead. Yeah, exactly. What? But now I deal with, like, strangers, and it's and always a different I stranger. Exchanging glasses. And honestly, New Jerseyites are miserable. They're just miserable. I, I, and then I realize it's not just in my job that I encounter the miserable people of New Jersey, but also in my everyday life, like, you know, dealing with, like, you know, doctors, veterinarians, whatever. I've had, like, miserable people. I'm a New Jersey native. Yes. I lived in New Jersey up till I was 22. I've lived in New Jersey on and off from about age 24 up until about age 47. Little blips here and there. 
since age 47, and I'm now going to be 55 here later this year, I've lived in New Jersey. What do you affectionately call me? A curmudgeon. That's different. That's but, not New Jersey. But what has to, oh, a little bit. A little bit. But for me, the curmudgeon of it is is aging and, and, <laughs> and getting you past your 50s and health and so on. I'm talking about 20-year-old people. I'm not talking about 50-year-old well, people. You, you, you didn't know me 30 years ago. You're probably wonderful. No, I was the same guy. No bullshit. Oh, really? just, just darker hair. I don't hair. know, because I liked you more when I first met you, and that was like three years ago. What? So. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's, let's pack that truck. So you, <laughs> what, you don't like me so much now? No, that's not true. You just weren't as miserable back then as you are now. That's all. <laughs> I, I got a whole care. scene going on I here, kids. I still care. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, I think, too, I think it just, I think... I think this presidency, and I'm not going into politics, you know, but I think oh, it, it did geez, change people. Not, I'm, not, I'm not saying for or, or against, either way. I think it changed. I, I don't think I've ever seen so much, like, uh, animosity and aggression and, and, and uh, you know, uh, um, conflict as I've seen... I've never seen that. Well, I don't Even think, with Obama or I don't the Bushes? Think it's just, or... I don't think it's just now. No, I, I was just going to say, I don't, I don't think it's that. just now. I think there's a, there, was a, there was an undercurrent of, you know what, <sighs> enough already. Okay, because there's, there's a side, and, and again, I'm not going to get deep into yeah. this. I'm just going to graze the surface but... a little bit. There's a, there's a side that, pardon me, whether it's you know, in leadership or just you know, the social drones out there, that bang the drum loudly and roundly and, and, and so forth. And then there's the side, you know, who have their convictions and they're deep too, but they kind of, for the most part, had been like, eh, okay, you know what, we'll, we'll take care of it ourselves, kind of quietly, okay? Then all of a sudden, and whether I do or don't, there was that contingent who got shown, I guess you could say, that it's okay to say, you know what, Nope. Okay, after so long of whatever else, whether it's real, perceived, or someplace in between, yeah, the perception is. No, not necessarily. Oh. Okay, you know, before it was more. Well, you know what? We're just gonna we're just gonna let that slide. We're gonna go along. We're gonna get along. We're gonna see if we can't, you know, all just sort of meld together. And now it's like, yeah, we've taken we've taken the kicks for too long. We're gonna stand up and say something. Now, I think too, social media. And that's another and, big point piece of it. And it's not that social media wasn't around during the Bushes and during, you know, social media was there. I mean, it's, it's always been there. But I think the the thing that he is very, very involved with social media, like he uses social media, whereas the other presidents didn't really use social media. They're kind of like, yeah, whatever. He is like deep into it. And I think that participates in the... I understand. In the conflict I on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those other... It's You know yeah. what? It's it's what you're... Again, this is why Breyers makes vanilla and chocolate because Correct. there's there's different tastes sure. for different folks, okay? Um, B.O. wasn't going to get on there and do his thing. Uh, G.W. wasn't going to get on there and do his thing, you know? Um, they, they both had their strengths. They both had their flaws. Sure, sure, sure. I'm going to go back I, 40 years ago. To, when there was no internet. Right. Well, yeah. Okay, because... That's you know, better. And, yeah. Now, but my point being, this that you mentioned was right there front and center 40 years ago. Picture it. 1979, East Brunswick, New Jersey. 
my my good friend and I um, were 14 years old. It's time for us to start to know what it's all about because we're now, we think, old enough. We're not little boys, okay? His father was a uh, civil engineer for the city of New York, okay? Lived in East Brunswick from the time uh, they were about, he was about, my friend was about six years old. So, you know, here we are now. It's uh, six, six, seven, eight years in. So we got talking about him like, yeah, yeah, we deserve to know because we're old enough and we're smart enough and we're almost adults. We're only four years away from adulthood. Damn it. So Uncle Bob says, I just call it's my friend Bob. He says, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go ask my dad. I'll be right back. So literally he goes in and says, Pop, what's it all about? And his father says, Robert, you need to understand two things in life that are happening around you that you need to be aware of. Number one, screw you, I got mine. Mm. And the other thing, there will be always someone attempting to separate you from your dollar. That's it. That's it. He came back out and I said, so what'd you find out? Give me this nugget of wisdom. And he told me that. And it's like, again, when you go up to the dog and you, and the dog goes, hmm? Okay, that's what we, but the first one, the first one, screw you, I got mine. Okay? Mm. That's been there and sure. been there and been that. there and been there. Sure. Now we have this or that yes. gizmo or the computer Destroying or us. whatever to, you know, go on and put the bad mouth on people. Yeah. Because why? Because screw you, I got mine. Well, and I think too, it's yeah. a platform for people because no one really knew what other people thought. Correct. Because unless you were like, called your friend, you knew what your friends thought, and you knew what your family thought, and whatever. But now you know what perfect strangers think. You right. know what I mean? Like, And it's it's so interesting to me because it is a platform to argue. I mean, it oh, really is huge, and debate. And I've had and a bunch of them. I have had a bunch of I mean, I try to, I, I, I literally, I think after the first couple of months, I learned my lesson, you know, and I actually had a friend unfriend me um, and it wasn't even, I think we discussed this before, so I'll make it brief, but, you know, I, I don't bash the president because no matter what, he's still my president. I didn't vote for him, but he's still my president, and that's a respect thing, and that's the way it works. A lot works. of folks didn't vote for him. Sure. A lot of folks um, did. I mean, it is right. what it is. But that's a respect thing as did far we, as I'm concerned. Did we all, like in my lifetime, did we all like Johnson, no. Nixon, sure, Ford, sure. Carter, Reagan, the Bushes, Clinton? Well, Clinton, we did, but it was the beginning was, of the internet. It wasn't like it was. There was no, there was no Facebook and stuff like that. We weren't doing much but, that. Yeah. Was server back then. <laughs> but the thing that's so crazy—that's what I'm saying. It's just, uh, it's, it's. You know, I, I think I, I posted. I think I told you this. I posted a set, the first Saturday Night Live sketch with Alec Baldwin doing Trump, and I thought it was funny. And I wasn't making fun of Trump. I just thought Baldwin it did a funny. great job. That's all. I mean, well, you know. What I'm I mean? no raving fan of Alec Baldwin, but, but let me tell you something, his Trace. It's pretty funny. It, it's Especially funny. The, the very first it's one, I funny. was like, and the lips and, and the hair—it was great. <laughs> so agree. I posted it, and and this is when I knew, and this is in the beginning. This is like you know, this is in the beginning of his term, and I I remember someone <laughs> wrote, "How dare you post this?" And I was like, "What? I didn't write it." 
I'm not the sketch or like what? And he was so offended that I posted it and found it humorous. He was so offended by it. And I was like, what the hell's wrong with you? So he's it's like, I can't funny. be friends with someone who thinks this is funny. And he unfriended me. And then I thought to myself, this is interesting. And I said, are people really like that upset? Like, I didn't understand. I couldn't get, now I do. But at the time, I just didn't get it. And I think what it is is, with this particular president, I think people love him or hate him. I don't think there's like an in between. There's not a with lot them. of gray. There's gray. There's not a lot of there's there gray. There is gray. But, but there's not like there has traditionally yeah, been. Yeah, correct. Okay. So there's like the passion of the love and the passion of the hate is so intense on both sides. And it's just it's bizarre to me. I think oh, that's little, what it is. It's a little know? whack a deal because yeah, you know, I, I have my I have my uh, feelings, I have my sure. proclivities. Sure. But you know what? Um, and we've talked about this before sure. too, and I think it, it to a degree bears repeating. You know, after after the elections in November of sixteen, I made a a conscious decision to because you know you knew that every moment I could bang the drum about you know, know. Uh, switching up the the White House's uh, party affiliation, I was on there like the band leader of band leaders. And it's not about getting what you wanted. It's not about not getting what you wanted. It's about very similar to what you said just now. You know, basically to put it in a nutshell, you know, look, it's me in a nutshell. <laughs> uh, to put it in a nutshell, that's enough. Abasta. That's yeah, enough already. Enough. Okay. Exhausting. It's done. It's over with. It is what it is. Like it. Don't it's like exhausting. it. It's exhausting. It really know, is exhausting. It is. I'm just and over it. I. I care, but now not that much. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, I don't get into it with people, and I did, and I and I oh, would I, and I would get into it, and I, I would remember. I would poke just to get people. You into love it. to poke the bear. I, I still, you love, did I still love, it. love to poke, but well, I don't. You do, but you don't poke. But I don't. Because you know what? You're poking. It's, it's it's enough. I mean, when when's it, now I will poke. Here's my here's my stance now. Right. I will now poke back. Like I said, mm-hmm. like we, Jamie and I said to our son Jack, I better never hear of you starting any crap with any other kids, in in class, in gym, at the lunchroom, on the playground. I don't want to know anything about you starting something. But let me tell you what: if someone starts with you, you damn well better finish it. Sure. And that's now where I'm I'm living for probably I'm going to say a good 95 to 98 percent or, or more if if not more, to where you know what I'm not going to poke. What for? Okay, yeah, there's I, there's other right. things that I'm interested in. But you poke me, you're going to get poked 85 times harder, and it's not going to be nice. It's not going to be fun. Right. It's not funny. It's not fun. Thank it's you. It's not funny. <laughs> uh, I, I, think... I I'd rather I'd rather see like on you mentioned Facebook being such a thing. Yes. I would rather see things about. Animals. Steam locomotives, animals, sports, people sports. going away and having pictures. Like a, a guy from high school Yay. who I hadn't seen in probably, gee, 30 so years, fun. okay? Right. I, we're now friends on Facebook as of two weeks ago. And holy Friday was over in Paris. And there he is with his yeah, daughter, you know, standing, you know, near the Eiffel Tower, having a picture and all this. I'm sure. like, wow, I like I that. Like to do. That's interesting to me. Fun things, you know, to maybe cook and, and create in the kitchen. Give me a nice recipe for something. I have to watch my 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 uh, my sugar. So, you know, there's all kinds of things that you can do. 
give me something like that. You know, uh, give me something that's that's um, that's even spiritually uplifting. Okay, I I like seeing things that are that are more upbeat and positive. You know, my sports. I got a friend of mine who absolutely has not one ninth of a second for the NFL, and I know that. And you know what? Every time I post something about Foot, the NFL football, the Giants, or what have you, he hits the bird emoji. And this is what I get out of him. Can you see? Yeah, there it is around my shirt. And he gives me these. And, you know, I just, I posted a thing two or three days ago about it's a hundred, it was 100 days until the start of the season. And it took him till today. And he gave me like six of them, six birds, all across the page. And I just, I just got back to him. I said, yeah, it took you long enough. I'm not going to spar with him over something that, I enjoy, but he does not. Mm. Okay. He thinks they're a bunch of overpaid, whiny, blooping, you know, baby jocks. I don't necessarily disagree, but boy, I still love it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's that's what I do. Yeah. I want to hear from friends. I like when a friend messages me. Hey, stranger, haven't heard from you in a while. Hey, dude, what's up? Yeah, that's well, why. Well, it's for hey. me to stay in touch with people, and that's really what it is because... Um, you know, calling people all over the world isn't always uh, the cheapest thing. No, so, you know, not. you go on Facebook, you're like, hey, how's it going? How's everyone doing? And and all that stuff. Oh, everyone's checking in on me. What, you got to take a pill or something? No, people okay? are checking in on me. Oh, what are they I'm saying? checking in to make sure you're okay. What happened? Did I miss something? Well, we're going to find out. We're going to, after, after. I mean, are we going to walk out of here and like, there's going to, it's going to be like uh, the apocalypse. <laughs> it's going to be like Terminator 2, you know, when she's like, she's in the park and she's looking around and it's just fireballs everywhere. I mean, is that what's going to happen when I walk out? In a world Checking world on me that I'm okay. There's one fourth underwater. I mean, I love that my friends are concerned about me. God of bless course. you. But that's the second email I got or Good text night. that I got. This saying, just, this just okay? in, I have gotten no such thing. <laughs> I, Thanks for nothing. You really like me. Yeah. Thanks for nothing, Danny. Thanks for nothing. Yeah. I wonder if I don't answer her, she's gonna like go to my house with the with the police or something. Anybody we know, or just uh, no, just some my neighbor friend slash friend. Well, it's good to have people just interested. Yeah. No, I think it's I think it's wonderful. Again, it's nice to have decent people. Sure. Oh yeah. It's there's a few good ones in New Jersey. It's about like five of them. That's about it. He's one. Four of them. He's one, two. <laughs> um, I mean, a com- here's a combination of Frank Burns and, uh, and Dalton from uh, Roadhouse. Frank, it's nice to be nice to the nice. And Dalton, be nice until it's time to not be nice. Is okay? that what he said? Yeah. Oh. Be nice. Oh, you nice. know. And again, it's all about the don't start it, and I won't. But, you know, you get some knucklehead out there. I'm going to do finish. this show from bed. What? <laughs> I'll just be over here. And we'll, we're what cutting now funny? to the sleep number store. Tracy, uh, what number are you? <laughs> we just well, like, I tried 51, but that was too soft. So, you know what? I'm going to go like uh, 94. <laughs> I don't know why I just said that. I don't know why I just what, said that. What, what are you, Yoko Ono? I mean, come on. <laughs> no, Somebody else? I'm fine. I know I can't talk into my watch. I just thought it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mrs. Captain Kirk. Made <laughs> me up. Captain's log. Star date 28 59. But for how long? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
And then the hair's got to come down a little bit like, you know. Yeah. Like, William Shatter. I met William Shatter. You know, I met him, right? Is that right? I did at Comic-Con. It was pretty freaking awesome. I have two pictures with him. You know why? Well, luckily, usually when they take one bad picture, one good picture, they give you the good picture, and they throw out the bad picture. Right. But this, they actually gave me both pictures, nice. so it's kind of funny. And now we're on the screen. So I don't know if people can see this. Obviously, my podcast people can't. But in the one picture, he's like this. Podcast people. I'm sitting next to him, and he's like this. <laughs> and then the next one was normal. But the oh. one where he's like this, she just looked at me like, so he's do, he's doing the quizzical dog Who face. Who are you? <laughs> Why are you sitting next to me? Come on, Bill, we're both Sorry Canadians, you should so have then, said. So then the, the woman, the photographer, she goes, okay, let's take another one. And I'm thinking, because it wasn't like that. It was like picture, 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 you know. So I come out. They take one picture, and I'm going to leave. She goes, no, 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 wait. We're going to take another one. I'm thinking, yeah. what was, I must have my eyes closed. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> so we get up, I get up to the, the thing to get my photo, and they hand me both of them. I said, oh, you have to keep them both? They said, yeah, just keep them. I'll just throw the other one out usually anyway. I said, okay. Yeah. And then I looked at the picture, the first one, and he literally is looking at me like, who you are? <laughs> Where are you from? Why are you here? <laughs> what you do? <laughs> Where you, where'd you come Where from? Where you go? Like, he's looking at me like inquisitive. <laughs> and then the second one, he's actually smiling. So I just, I love that picture. So I said, I think it's hilarious because he literally is looking at me like, where the hell did you come what from? What the hell? It is hilarious. <laughs> I love that. But, you know, I have, when you meet these people at Comic-Con, it's, it's very funny because it's a weird thing because I go to like the Walker Stalkers and the Comic Cons oh, you, you, and I go to FanFest I go to as many as I you can you see all the big stars in those deals oh, yeah. and it's not cheap let me tell you something it's not cheap but it gives me pleasure and you know I try to analyze it a little bit because some people like they'll spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars like they have these cruises for Walking Dead they, they do it for uh, pop groups too you can right? go on a cruise oh yeah Backstreet Boys has a cruise New Kids on the Block have a cruise Anyway, so you want it that way? No, no, no. I didn't want it that way. Okay. So Walking Dead has a cruise, but then my tell thinking, me why? Like, why would I like, exactly? <laughs> like why would I be stuck on a cruise for whatever five days, four days, whatever it is, and I can't go anywhere? Like I know you got ports and you get off and go to your port, but to me it's like if I want to go home, I just feel like I want to go home. I'm done. And you can't. You can't. I don't know if I want to do that. I was it just will. Like, but so yeah, when you go to these comic cons. Um, it's weird because you take a picture with someone famous and you hope for a moment. And that's what you go there for. It's not for the picture. Because, you know, I could put it up on Facebook and go, look who I met. What did you do? And they'd right. be like, oh, good for you. You, you paid a hundred bucks. You got to see who gives a crap. <laughs> this is what you wait for. You wait for the moment. <laughs> and you wait for the person to acknowledge you as a person. It sounds really crazy. And I know anybody who's gone to these comic cons or anything could vouch for me what, the way I feel about it it's like you want them to look at you and say you're not just a fan you're a person and it's a very weird feeling well it's the same thing I, I've had a brush here and there with like with the sports figures mm -hmm. um, my favorite baseball player growing up and he just passed these last couple of years um, he played for um, Les Expo. Oh, bonjour. La, La Grande Orange. Oui. Uh, Rusty Staub. Okay. Oh, Rusty Staub. He played, uh, he played for the Mets in the 70s. He played for the Expos. He played for the Tigers. He originally played for the Houston Colt 45s, now the Astros. Um, mm -hmm. But he played, I, he played two or three stints with the Mets. I think it was two. And uh, 
when I was, I'm going to say I was probably a kid, 10, oh, maybe. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. My dad once in a while, because he, he worked in New York City for Chase Manhattan Bank. And uh, he said, hey, listen, Mr. Santoro's got tickets to the Mets Braves on Friday. Why don't you and uh, Mr. Patton, our neighbor across the street, who we're, we're all good pals, why don't you two catch the, uh, like the 430 bus and, uh, you know, in the Port Authority, I'll meet you there and we'll take the 7 train out to Shea. Okay. So we're sitting there. Field level seats, you know, just, I'm, I'm going to say, I don't know. Off the home plate, there used to be a, a cage that would go over right behind home plate like a piece of pie. Yeah, okay? yeah. And, you know, for the, fa- for the foul balls. And we were right on the outside of the, of the, uh, the cage up above. And over there, first base dugout. On the far side of the dugout, and I was, I was watching batting practice. My dad goes, hey, there's your friend. Here, here's a pen. Here's the program. Hold on. Flip, flip, flip. There's his picture. Why don't you run over there and see if he'll sign it for you before he walks away? So I go running over there. I go up the steps, across in the concourse, and down the deal where he was. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to give him my autograph. And he's, there's, there's people around. I'm uh, ready to give him my paper for his autograph, I should say. And all of a sudden, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I dropped my pen. No. Yeah. Not the pen. From West Side Motors of Berwick, Pennsylvania, by the way. You know, free complimentary pen whenever you buy a car. <laughs> so I dropped the pen. It was it was in a little puddle of water because they I guess it had rained. And Rusty looks up at me. He goes, "Can I sign something?" He was he's Louisiana. Can I sign something for you? I'm like, Rusty, I dropped my pen. He goes, oh, no, no, I've got it. He reaches down, bends over, gets the pen. I gave him the thing and zippity-zoop. And he hands it to me, looks me in the eye. And I say to him, I said, Rusty, just so you know, you're my favorite player. And he looked at me again, square in the eye, and he kind of smiled. He goes, well, gee, thanks. And then off to the next kid, you know mm, what I mean? Yeah. But just, again, that moment. That moment. That moment. And that's, you'll always yes. remember that. Uh-huh. And it's, it's, that's, it, and it, you know, we both come from the radio world and I, I met, luckily I worked for Entercom and at the time we had a WEI, which was the Red Sox station. And, uh, we had a lot of sports figures go through a lot mm-hmm. of sports, just walk right through. Yeah. We had a lot of celebrities go through and I never really get, uh, nervous around celebrities unless it either a come from my childhood sure or if it's something that I'm intensely into at the moment. But, like, ultimately, most celebrities don't make me nervous. I mean, I met Jennifer Lopez. I met some pretty big celebrities. Um, I think Janet Jackson made me nervous because I have fond childhood memories. Yeah, I have childhood memories of that person. Um, But the biggest, I think the biggest thrill for me was when I met Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker, on the Star Wars. And that was my... From when I was a little kid, from when I first saw Star Wars and grew up in Pine Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, that whole thing. And I just was obsessed with those films. I collected mm-hmm. all the stuff and everything like that. That list is so, long, by the way. You're in a big club. Oh, yeah. So when I heard he was at Comic-Con, I didn't care. I said, I have to meet him. And in my head, I'm thinking, you know, what can I say? What can I do? What can I, I don't want to just take a picture and walk away. And I came up and I said, I said, this is a big deal. First thing I said to him, I don't know what else to say. I said, this is a big deal. He goes, for me too. And he grabbed me 
And he squeezed me so tight. And I saw you seen that picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And our faces are smushed together. Yeah. Like we're like girlfriend and boyfriend or best friends. <laughs> and our faces are squished together. He squeezed me so tight. I'm going to cry just thinking about it. And that meant everything to me. There it is. Because there is the man I've been watching since I was like, you know, eight years old. Right. You know, a, a baby. And my whole life, I always like was like, you know, and for me, other than, you know, Harrison Ford, I never got to meet Carrie Fisher before Death was sucked, but I would have, Harrison Ford, I probably would have had an even more reaction like that. But uh, I had that moment, like, I almost was like, this is everything. Yeah. It's everything. And, um, yeah, it's just weird, like, how that happens. You well, just, and, uh, and, and some you know, people, you know, despite their their ascension into celebrity or sports celebrity or whatever you want to call it, some people, they still realize that, you know what, once upon a time, uh, I was and may become again, just, you know, regular guy, regular gal. And uh, I have to think, uh, and I met Rusty again. I was uh, in my early 20s and we went to uh, his restaurant in New York City. And I've got a picture with him. Him, my, my baseball hero, and my dad, my, my life's hero. And it's Rusty, my dad, and me. And Rusty's on 71st and... Third Avenue or First Avenue, I forget which. You have a nice restaurant, and there he is. And and he was he was as nice all those years later. This would have been about ninety two. I'm going to say, okay. Mm -hmm. So you figure from seventy four, seventy five to ninety two, you know, I I I went from a little boy to you know a a grown young man, but Rusty was the same guy, man. He was you know he was all too happy to yeah sure i said rusty would it be okay we got a picture with you and my dad he's like oh come on absolutely See, that's nice dad get over he was, here he was gracious and he, nice. was, he was just a lovely guy and that makes a difference now if he's just, just like, like he was just like yeah next uh, no. he'd be like dude i'll man. tell you who that is a guy went in there fred gladding fred gladding uh he was a pitcher for the again the Houston Astros mm -hmm. back in the early 70s and I had a 1972 and or 73 Fred Gladding Topps baseball card we went to Florida in March on vacation took my grandfather who had a never been in, in a jet airplane uh, at age 78 then and B wanted to see some spring training baseball so guess what Coco, Florida, Coco Beach, you know, near that was the was the then home of the... I thought you were going to say Coco Crisp. No, well, he used to play, but he's no oh, longer playing. Okay. Yeah, I know. Um, so go ahead. I mean that very well. Um, <laughs> so we went to the home of the Astros, saw the Astros and the Dodgers. Leo DeRocher was the Astros manager. Big name in baseball back through the 40s and 50s. And this one and that one. And coming down the walkway in a sports shirt and a cardigan... I recognized him from the baseball card. Here comes Fred Gladding. So I got out of my seat. I said, excuse me, Mr. Gladding, can I have your autograph? He said, yeah, okay. Yeah, thanks, kid. And he just walked away. I'm like, even at eight years old, I'm like, wow, well, that kind of stunk. I wonder, wonder what was on his mind. Again, he was in street clothes. He wasn't in his, you know, uniform. So... Maybe, I don't know, maybe his arm was no good. Maybe he was having contract negotiations that weren't going well, you know. I don't know. I didn't care. All I knew is he was not gracious. No, I don't like that. I, that happened with... It's a major league ball player. Nelly Fratado. When I met Nelly oh, Fratado, she right? was a bitch. She was not nice. She wasn't uh, friendly at all. And I was like, ew. 
I don't like people who aren't friendly. And I'm done. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, 99% of the people I met are pretty friendly. But I she agree. Was just like, she couldn't be bothered. Eddie Money was nice. Weird Al was nice. You know, Weird Al was just like he is on the, when you see him on TV. Hey! Yeah. Hulk Hogan. I met Hulk Hogan. He was nice. Let me tell you something, Bean Gene. I did. I did. He was nice. Brother. <laughs> I know. It was, it was just, it was, it was a nice thing. It was, Terry uh, Malaya. But yeah, I love going to those things. I do. It just, uh, and you know, it's like a breakup from reality. It's almost like, you know, it's just like your normal life. You want to do something that's just a little different, and that's part but of it. And you, you got you got to get a nice hug and squeeze with oh freaking gosh. Luke Skywalker. Oh, my God. I'm not, a, I'm not a Star Wars guy, but that would have been like, oh, 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 oh. for me, you'd be like, yo, what's up, pal? Yeah, it was you know awesome. What I mean? It was awesome, i got to say. That wow. picture is everything. And, it, and the funny thing is, um, what's his name who works with you? Um, I'm having a brain freeze. Rob Winter. No, not Rob Winter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a brain freeze. Um, Kelly's cousin. Oh, um, um, Dennis. Dennis, thank yeah. Dennis. So Dennis Clark. So he's a um, big Comic Con guy yeah, too. Yeah, so he's, he's we actually met up at Comic Con. So and and that at that Comic Con, right? When I, he saw the picture, he was like, "Oh, like he's your boyfriend? Like is that your boyfriend? Like he would always say that to me because he said the picture looked like we were boyfriend and girlfriend." <laughs> and I was like, "That's uh, the best picture ever." Oh, hello. Thank you. So yeah, and he That's he awesome. actually had dinner with Luke Skywalker, not like by himself, but with a whole bunch of people. He paid. And stayed at a hotel just to have a dinner. They had a round table or long table dinner, and you get to ask them questions and stuff, which is pretty cool. But it was, it was pretty pricey. And I was like, I don't need that. I just want to see him. And then I got the picture. You got the moment. And then I said to Dennis, I go, my picture's better than your picture. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, and forever uh, etched yeah. in time. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what? I you'll always, you'll uh, be an older gal like your grandma, yeah. and, and somebody will produce that picture, and then the smile. Yeah. It's just going to light the room up. It's, because... it's pretty cool. And he actually liked something I posted on Twitter, too. I follow him on Twitter. I try to, like, follow a lot of different celebrities. Actually, Jordan Peele, who just uh, directed Get Out and uh, and uh, Us, the, the films, um, I had written something about Get Out because it was on TV. And I wrote, um, you know, watching Get Out for the fifth time or something like that. And he liked what I said. And I was like, Jordan Peele liked what I said. He liked what I said. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Well, yeah, when I it's like all it. said and oh, done, they're fun. just folks too. You know, they just have a, they just have their positions of again celebrity to whatever way, shape, yeah, matter, or form. Fun. We uh, should have been celebrities anyway. Well, you know what I mean? I know, I know. To some hey, degree, we're not, we're not done. We're kind of celebrities in our own little, you know, our own little big fish, in a, big fish in a small pond way. Huh? Speaking of celebrities, I wanted to bring this up because I thought it was very interesting. And you know, like you know, my obsession with the ID channel. I do yes. have an obsession with that channel. Kind of do. And yes, I understand it's about murder. I get it, oh. but it's just fascinating to me because I don't watch like CSI or any of those crime shows because to me, if it's phony, like it's actors, I don't get into it. I'm just like, well, this is phony. ID Channel's all real stuff. It's all real things that happen in the real world, real murder cases, Dateline 2020, all those other things. Oh. And I, I, MG. <laughs> um, but I love watching the ID Channel because I, it fascinates me the way the mind works. Like, it fascinates me how people, you know, you, you grow up and you're taught, hopefully, what's right and wrong, whether it be by your parents or school or whatever. And to be at a point where you can take someone's life and have no remorse, I find that it, psychologically, I find it fascinating that people can be at that point in life. Um, but I was reading, I saw this a long time ago, 
um, on ID Channel, they're talking about um, a serial killer uh, who killed uh, some women. And one of the women is Ashton Kutcher's ex-girlfriend. Oh, no. And he's testifying today or testified in the, in the trial yeah, of a serial the killer. Yeah. Yeah. And I knew about this because I saw it on the ID channel like years ago. Whoa. And uh, wow. he testified today. And it's really, it's really messed up because he was going on his first date with this girl and he was going to meet her at her house. So he, you know, called her and she answered. She said, okay, you know, I'll be at the house. Come pick me up, whatever. And so he called her when he was on her way, his way, and she wasn't there. Um, she didn't answer the phone. So he got went to the house, and he knocked on the door and everything. She didn't answer. So he was like, oh, she's standing me up. Oh, no. And she was actually dead. In oh, she was no. Yeah. So he's testifying at that. But that's, it just, that's craziness. But, yeah, this, this guy, he murdered two women. Um, but one of them, yeah, one of them was uh, dated Ashton Kutcher. So he is actually on the stand this morning, and he was talking about, um, you know, that Ashton Kutcher was actually. And what's interesting about Ashton Kutcher is he is a huge advocate. Um, he is one of the celebrities. Or I wouldn't say celebrities because he's not really using his celebrity for it, but he came up with a software for the police departments in this country to help um to help um, stop uh, human trafficking. Wow, no kidding. Yeah, so the software that m the police departments are using today to track um, you know, these, these criminals all over the world, I'm not just talking in the US, but like in you know, Russia and all these other countries uh, that, that are known for trafficking women, right. he came up with his own software, and now the police departments use the, the software wow. to help track these human traffickers. So he, he's one of the people, him and another guy, that together they came up with wow. the software, this program. So it's interesting that he's no so idea. heavily involved with that. Yeah, and um, I saw a whole story on Dateline about a girl who was trafficked. Um, she was an American girl. She was on drugs, you know, and she was in a rehab and she was recovering and some guy was, you know, was, she was walking on the fields of the, you know, where the rehab is. And some guy came up to her and was like, you know, but we'll befriended her and she became friends with him. It turned out he was a, tr a human trafficker. Oh. So he started Ooh. drugging her and she oh, left the rehab with him and then for years he like sold her for her sex Ugh. and she was beaten and uh, I mean really 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 bad and Ashton Kutcher's software program was one of the things that helped uh, find her and really? track her down and rescued her actually wow. and now she goes around and talks about it you know stuff like that but it is like a so she's just, okay she's fine yeah and uh, she goes and talks and you know different things about but human trafficking is a, it's a big issue i mean what happens to these girls they're like lost or they're they run away from home and sometimes they're hooking or prostituting themselves sometimes yeah. they're just drug addicts and they want money and what happens is these men come in and they promise them things and then they they take them somewhere and drug them up to the point where they can't fight people up and then they're doing it for years and years and they're getting abused and beaten and uh, it's a horrible thing, and these are people's you, daughters. I, I, mean, I, I watched the uh, the Channel Seven WABC Eyewitness News, um, and every night, about halfway through the telecast, at about I don't know, I'm going to say between quarter and twenty after, right as they're going to go into the weather, 
you know, it's all the stories, we'll take a break, some more stories, take a break, come back to Lee Goldberg's weather, you know, take a break, and then, and then the sports with Ryan Field. Right before that segment, before the, before the uh, exclusive back weather forecast, they have this, this I'm going to say, a 15-second little breaker to, uh, brought to you by one of the, Ridgewood, I think, Ridgewood Savings Bank. Um, you know, we got to protect our children. Have you seen Tylesha or have you seen Jimmy or have you seen, you know, Ahmed or have you seen, you know, uh, Sally? And I like I was, that you went through all the different um but it's but it's a, it's, it's a smattering is my whole point. It's just you know it's it's not these you know it's not you know not some white bread little knucklehead from out on Long Island or from right. North Jersey. Right. It's people from all, all over the, all right. over the right. way, right. and it's you know missing since you know uh, some some date going sometimes going back a couple few years. There's even been times where there's two photos. One when they got lost so to say and another time-lapse photo of what they would look like now after all the years and there's some who have been missing for six months or two months or since earlier this year and some since last year and some some you know for a couple few years but my I always look over at my dad and I say I would just be out of my skull I, I, I couldn't function knowing that my son my daughter was missing mm. and every night every night it's a new face and I, I, I'm like, why are these kids missing? What has happened? And I bet you that's a good bit of it right there, yeah. human trafficking, yeah. you know, and easily influenced because they're kids and, you know, uh, maybe they're, you know, you know um, ticked off teenagers. Oh, my parents don't understand me. You know, mine didn't either because I was a teenager. I was a nut, okay? But it just, it, it, it. I don't like it. I mean, not to sound like my, well, it's not a likable thing, but I mean, you know, and who would, but I don't mean to sound like my mother. Well, I don't like that. Well, no, you know what, mother? I don't like that. You know, I really don't. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand how, how people could do that. Yeah. Again, that's just me. It's because people are nuts. There's some nutty, nutty people out there. Mm. It's ridiculous. It's it's just not my go-to. I just, I, I don't think to do Stuff like that. No. You know, no, I get... You wouldn't be my friend. Well, no, no, of course not. Mm, you know, I mean, people get angry. angry. Everybody gets angry. You know, you think you think what you think and you're gonna, and boy, I really ought to, you know, that little bearded ass wipe and shit. Mm. But you don't do it. No. You don't do it. No, you don't do it. You, you don't cross that line. You vent your steam and then move along. Or steam your vent. Right. And you go sit in the waiting room or sometimes you sit, in, you know, wait in the sitting room. I don't know. Do you know that uh, it's a special anniversary today? I do. You know whose anniversary it is? Ours. It's our anniversary. It is. It's and it's not our marriage. It's not our wedding anniversary. Well, no, but it it's is. been a year. It was. It was this year this Wednesday. It was today. Today we did the first that real. That we show. did our first real town broadcast. Yes. It's insanity. <laughs> when did we? But you know, I was trying to think when we started on train wreck. Were we on train wreck for like a full year, or were we? I don't remember. Um. Yeah, it was a little over. <coughs> a little over a year, right? It was. Uh, we 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 were over at the other building, I think, because you went over there. I think we started at the uh, this, what this used to be. It rolled like right behind us, basically, so to speak. No, like but right didn't we? There. We moved, yeah. Because there was another one. Yeah, in the little building next to next to the uh, tomato pie place. Next to Papa's. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 
That, Isn't that here? No. Oh. It was just over there, just a little bit. Over there. Not far. Probably okay. 50 feet away. Um, but that was... That and was, then we went to the front. The eminence front. That was... Uh, we, we did that. I'm going to say that would have been... Hold on a minute. So 18. That would have been fall of 16. We... Uh, we started really? in, yeah. We started in with the uh, with the uh, the train wreck, the Robbinsville train wreck really? show, yeah. Like like late September, early October of sixteen, and then uh, that show came to an end in November of seventeen. I remember that stuff. And then we said, oh, we took some months off, right? Yeah, you bumped into Ruben on an Uber on an Uber ride. And he was like, hey, listen, you're interested in coming back. Yeah, that's right. And then I got to work, and I was like, hey, what do you think about this? And I said, I like it. I like, I like it. It's, it's good. good. <laughs> <laughs> and you said, and you think you like it. Now you're going to learn to love, love it later. love it later. I know. And then, and then we came back, and then we have people listening to yeah. us and watching us on Facebook. I have family and friends. And then we started our podcast about yeah. probably six months ago. We started the podcast. Fantastic. And uh, now we're doing commercials. Which is why we didn't start till six. We had some uh, some voiceover work to do. Voiceover work. And uh, boy, it's, you know. It's pretty amazing. It's what we do. If you'd like to hire us for voiceover work. We are work, available. We are available. It's true enough. That's pretty cool. I think that's, that's like pretty it. amazing. No, it's a nice milestone. I have to thank and thank you. Yeah, and and thank you for being my friend. Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> Driving yeah. down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. Ding 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 ding. And if I have. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good stuff though. It is very good stuff, and I and, and I appreciate also everybody who who listens in from time to time, who calls in from time to time. Coach Evans, where you been? Oh, what you're you know wrapping up our season. Oh, that's another thing. We got one more game, our uh, football. Oh, you're still, you're still. I thought you were done. Last, last game, game we last had. Week. No, we had uh, we had the, uh, the the league wide Memorial Weekend bye. The regular season ends this Saturday. We go up to uh, Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania, and play the Wilkesbury Warriors. And uh, I am a warrior. Right. How's that happen? I was plugged in. I, I don't know. I'm just asking a question. Anyways, go ahead. And <laughs> you know we're gonna do what we do. If we, uh, I tell you what, teams who have come into the Great Eastern Football Association as new teams, it has been very, very, very common for those new teams to not win a game win one or maybe win two okay right now we've got four wins out of a 10 game season with game number 10 to come tell you what four and six isn't half bad five and five would be a whole lot better right so off to wilkesbury nice. we go nice wilkesbury where's wilkesbury um not too far from uh, where i'm gonna i'm gonna be out there on friday so you just, it's Northeast Pennsylvania. It's Northeast Pennsylvania. Can I tell you something? I was like, I, uh, you know I volunteer and I feed a feral colony of cats. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. A little it was sad. So freaking sad. You know what's crazy? You get attached to animals yeah. and I, they're not my, I don't own them, but unfortunately in this, this state and this country, there are a lot of colonies of feral cats. They're, 
unfortunately people don't fix their cats they don't get them you know spaded and then they end up making babies and there's stray cats all over the country down uh, down by uh the shore there's uh, tons of colonies down there. tons right under the bridges and stuff and so there's this colony that i had been volunteering to feed and i feed them you know a couple times a week i share the responsibility with another woman and you kind of just get attached to them you just kind of do you know and we noticed one of them, uh, oh, they've been, they're all from the same litter. Oh. And they've been living in the woods. We built houses for them and stuff. Yeah. So they, they have shelter and mm-hmm. they have, through this, they have, a, they have a house with hay and, you know, they're comfortable. But um, they've been living there uh, nine years. Wow. Nine years in really? the woods. Yeah. True story. And there's a lot of them like this. This is like, I actually Googled it after I volunteered. I looked and there's like stories about it all over the country, like how there are these colonies that uh, they just can't control them and it's it's you either people are going to take them in if they're not wild they'll take them in but if they're wild you can't take them in because they'll tear your house apart i mean they'll you know they'll piss all over the place you can't do that so you know this colony there's three cats left that had survived i think originally there was like seven cats oh boy so three survived and then the last one uh, i called him stretch because he was like the tallest the other two were kind of short and stubby but he was breathing really erratically, mm. and uh, the lady who was in charge of it, she said, you know, I noticed he's breathing really, really rapidly. So the day before we took him to get checked, because the vets for free actually check these cats. Was that right? They also spayed them for free. Wow. So they can keep living. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a thing. It's I guess. Great, all, it's a crazy Well, I told thing. you when I briefly, sidebar for a second, when I yeah. briefly drove uh, for Barrett and Auto Parts over in Ewing, New Jersey, off the parking lot, there was a little, not actually not so little, um, almost like a tree house that this one older gentleman had built and he took care of. And there were many cats, sure. you know, even in the cold weather and the warm sure. weather, yeah. but they were out of the elements. And you know what? They thrived and he sure. would feed them and, and clean up the, the area and make sure everything was, was, was in good shape. And he was he he was another one. He comes off as a real crotchety old you know old old sucker you know. But he had a heart. Um, but that was just a, that was just a facade you know because I got talking with him. He's like and he you know kind of like on the down low. It's like well yeah you know I've been doing this for however many years and you know they're kind of like my little kids you know since uh, all my kids are grown and out of the roost and moved away. I'm like good for you because shh yeah yeah just you know I don't I don't broadcast it so much. I'm like okay okay but that's that was it's it's a good thing. Right. Metal roof and everything. Oh, sure. I mean. This thing was like you know, like a like a cat Taj Mahal, you know. Sure, and it's uh, they can thrive. I mean, it's just, uh, but yeah, I got a little attachment with them. I've Stretch. been feeding them for a little over six months, and I had a little, you know, and they don't come up. And one of them actually will rub on my leg, but they usually stay away because they're wild. They don't. They're not used to people and stuff. And uh, this cat was just a beautiful cat, and um, I took video and pictures of him. Uh, because, you know, the, the lady said we're going to take them to the vet. And part of me just uh, thought if something's wrong, we can't care for them when they're sick. We right. can't. Right. And if the problem is you can't just go up to them and start giving them pills or give them because they don't want you to touch them. They don't let you touch them. So you have to trap them every single time you do something. Wow. So the problem, they took him and um, turned out he has severe asthma. Oh. And uh, they said the only way you can keep him alive is, alive is if you dose him twice a day every single day for the rest of his life we'd have to catch How him twice a day happen? every oh, single man. day just, that's stressful i'm sure it, for there's them. no way we could have done that and then in addition 
Um, if we left him, he may suffer and die somewhere and suffer and maybe like collapse. And then, you know, we just didn't want that. We wanted him to be peaceful. So he was uh, put down. Uh, but I cried like a baby. I really cried. And even though it's not my cat, I don't that, own the that cat. That doesn't matter. And it just was a heart-wrenching thing because I had this little bond with him. So I got to take some video and pictures. And uh, I'm always going to remember Stretch. And yeah. uh, rest in peace, my friend. And, uh, you know, sad. I just, like, you get this bond with animals. It's crazy. Well, that's how they are. They go because they've got personality, you know. I mean, you know, some people, you know, are... are I could take them or leave them, whether it's cats or dogs or whatever kind of animal. And some people are like, oh, I love cats. Cats stand up. Like, like yeah. my, I have an uncle who, uh, he put up with our dog when I was a kid because I had a basset hound and she was very docile. Oh, oh she was the best. They're cute. And uh, very docile, very unassuming, and she was not a busy dog. She just was not. And my, my mother's one older brother just, you know, I... <laughs> I remember when they came, we're going, we're going to come down to visit from North Jersey the first time after we got our bag. So we won't have, you know, we'll have Biscuit hang around, you know, while he's around. Like and she, she couldn't have cared less. Biscuit or cookie. I like those fruit. Biscuit. <laughs> well, we had, we had a regular basset hound. Then my cousins in Pennsylvania got a long-haired basset hound, oh. basset hound rather, named her Cracker. Cracker. Cute. <laughs> um, so it was Biscuit and Cracker, honk, honk. And, uh... You know he doesn't like he doesn't like dogs. They always had a cat. Juliet the cat. You know would would go sneaking through the house when we go up there to visit. Likes cats. Doesn't like dogs. I know people who like dogs cannot well, stand I'm allergic to cats. cats. Oh my. So I could never own a cat. Well, so it was. This but, is perfect. So you right. can you can kind of get yourself a little involved. Sure. You know, have a little, little yeah, friend because, or two. Right, and it's nice. uh, it's. It's in yeah, my mind. I think all animals are beautiful. I I think all I think all living creatures are amazing, and I think it's important to appreciate life and of any form, whether it's a bug or it's a you know giraffe. I mean, either and everything in between. I think people you know shoot shoot down bald eagles, which are oh. the most beautiful animals on the planet and are uh you know uh, rare and represent there are represent our country and then people are just shooting them i'm like what the frick is wrong with people well they're not i I don't get it i don't get that at all i think uh i just think you know you look at these little animals i know their brains aren't uh, like a human's brains but they they feel and they and they they love and they you know they they reciprocate affection and um, I just don't understand that anybody can do anything. You mentioned different. giraffes. I like yeah, giraffes. I, love I'm all, giraffes. I also enjoy They're a page awesome. on Facebook that's about elephants and elephant I love rescues. Elephants. Re- elephant, elephants are great. Elephants are just really, to awesome. me, are just. Just very special. Yeah, they are and, special. And, and they're, you know, them. not unlike porpoises, dolphins, you know, in the sea, they're they highly do. intelligent. Yes. Okay, I like them too. Um, Baby goats and sweaters. <laughs> I want them. I want them in my house. I don't know. I just think the world is is a better place uh, with with you know animals and you know I just think it's things can bring you joy you know and uh, I I appreciate 
life. I just appreciate well, all life. Coming yeah. around full circle on it about this whole business. We started talking about it an hour or so ago. Do what you like, like what you do. Sure. You know what? I Okay, politics, politics. It's it's really, as as, uh, as Jay Giles fan said, it's all a bunch of crap. Enjoy you your know, life. Um, do what you like, like what you do. Yeah. I, I like looking at the animals. People. I like looking at, you know, sp- things about sports, things about yeah. my, my, my trains. I'm sure. so pleased that that they uh, that the Union Pacific Company, you know, restored the, uh, the, the one great big giant big boy steam locomotive the biggest one on the planet there's only there's only like 20 of them that ever were built and now they got one of them back running again that's a, that's a train thing that's a railroad thing it's a locomotive thing and i'm like yes okay some people couldn't give who won and that's fine you know well i think um do what you like Have do fun. what you like and like what you do um, I do what I like. I actually, this weekend, um, I have my dance recital. Oh. And dress rehearsal on Saturday, dance rehearsal, right, dance recital on Sunday. Uh-huh. And then um, I am going to another dance school. Um, right I actually on. just uh, got hired in another school. I'll talk about that after recital, but very happy about it. So, um, we'll talk about that next week. Yeah. Um, and uh, watching my Bruins play for the Stanley Cup. Oh, Cups. here they go. Did they get the first one? They sure they did. They did. Yeah, next one tonight. Yeah. So, another one. Against and, those St. Um, Louis Blues. I'm rooting for them, and I'm sure everyone hates Boston because <laughs> we just keep winning. I mean, it's pretty crazy, right? We won the World Series, the Super Bowl. This is all in a row. Yeah. We're about, hopefully, fingers crossed, I'm not jinxing it, to win the Stanley Cup. And we, we were very close with the Celtics. I mean, we got pretty far. I mean, we didn't They're going to be away, an okay team. But we do all right, you know. It's just amazing. This is when I wished I still lived in Boston because it's a, it's a very, very a big sports town. And to see this happen is a, a mean, amazing thing. And I'm hoping they win the Stanley, Stanley Cup. I'm sure a lot of people who hate Boston are too happy about it, but whatever. It goes in waves, um, you know, yeah. and all this stuff. You know, we were just talking at work today some about football. And again, it's it's 98 days till the regular season. It's about 55, 56 in there until training camp begins. And, you know, Al, our friend Al Waller, uh, who's uh, along with I'm going me. going to Belmont. Of course. Um, you know, he's a big New York Giants fan he along is. with myself. And yeah. we got talking about things. And... You know, it, it's been a it's been a drought for the new the New York football. Giants. I can't even imagine. For you guys. I can't even imagine being a New York Jets fan. Holy oh, fright, no. gee, you know. But they're on their way as well. I think I really do. You know, uh, the Yankees are very great again. You know, it's always it's always something with those guys. The Mets, you know, who knows? We'll figure it out. You know, well, as, you know, as, I as fans. The Mets before. <laughs> well, my whole my whole point is though, you know, with with New York, I mean, there's you know, there's 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 two basketball teams in New York City. There, but in New York, there are three football teams: mm-hmm. Buffalo, Jets, and Giants. Um, but. Western New York is a whole different animal, but mm. New it, the metropolitan area you got two football teams, two mm. baseball teams, mm-hmm. three hockey teams, mm-hmm. and uh, and two basketball teams. Correct. And there's not been a championship amongst them for a little while. Massachusetts now. only one of each. Yeah, you know and that's okay. I you I know like it. and actually New England if you want to look at it because well hello yeah yeah I mean that's pretty amazing. It is it is pretty amazing. It works. Um, what was I going to say? What name your favorite player, pro, not college or anything, from each pro, you don't even have to say the team. They could be dead, too. I don't care. But from basketball, 
Baseball, football, hockey. Favorite Basketball. player. Basketball. Um, you know what? I always, I always thought Wilt Chamberlain was was really mm-hmm. something. Sure. Basketball. Growing up, I mean, he was still playing, and he was just dynamite. Michael Jordan as well. Of course. Um, but a lot. Of but, course. But of course. But even speaking of Jordan, that's the that's the easy choice. Yeah, it is. Um, on on, and I'm no Chicago sports fan, but what a great team that was, and that was at a the pretty, Bulls at the time. Oh, oh please, shoot. and that was at a pretty. I had a whole outfit that had the Bulls oh, on please, it. Oh, please, fantastic. Even in Chicago, I really enjoyed him. You know, you got yeah, Horace Grant, team. you got John Paxson, Scotty Pippen, Scotty Pippen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, um, oh, I see Luke Longley. Okay, we went out to I went to visit my my friend in Chicago right after basketball was over. It was like late June, early July. And we went to some place, and they were having live music, and they were playing the Doors, Riders on the Storm, mm. and all the way over there, there's some kind of tall guy, and <laughs> my one buddy's like, ding, 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 like, what are you doing? Mm. John Paxson's here. <laughs> and there he was. There he was. So they were all great players. Steve Kerr, you know, uh, um, from the Suns, uh, who's now the coach, mm-hmm. what is he, of the Warriors, and the... Of course, Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley. That's terrible. You know, he, he was he was really something. Yeah. Um, hockey, you know, uh, I remember watching Phil Esposito from the Rangers yes. when I was a kid. Yep. You know, with the hair. Even no I helmet. know Phil Esposito. Oh, Esposito was great, yeah. you know. Um, uh, the the goalie who was also, who played, did he play for the, for the, for the, either the Rangers or the Bruins? Michael Ruzione. Mm. Michael Ruzione. Was he the goalie? With, 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 he, he was on the Olympic team in 1980, and then he played professionally. I, I always thought he was pretty great. Um, geez, all the guys from the Islanders back in the uh, the late 70s, early 80s, you know, Mike Bossy, Dennis Potvin, Mike Bossy. all those guys. I know Mike Bossy. I mean, they, they were just dynamite, yep. you know, and, and even those, those, those several years they won the Stanley Cups, people were like, yeah, Islanders, Schmeilanders, get out of here. And they, yeah, were, they, were, they were a great yeah. team. And I'm the they Long did well this guy. season, too. I mean, they, they did. Yeah. They really did. Yeah. Um, baseball, of course, my friend Rusty Staub, mm-hmm. Mookie Wilson, Gary I saw such a nice special on Gary Carter. Gary Carter, expo, another former expo. expo, yes, of course, um, I such love a Gary Carter. Real nice special on Gary. Yeah. You talk he's about actually my, well, he's not my favorite player, but he's my favorite he's expo. There. Yeah. You know, and I, I was watching this thing on SNY about him Tim last Raines, night. Too. Tim, Tim Raines. Purple Rains, Von Purple Haze. Yeah. Um, and I'm watching this thing about Gary Carter. I still can't believe he's. Where do you see that? I want to watch it. On uh, SNY. I'm gonna watch that. Yeah, they may replay because the Mets are out west, so they got to fill some time in yeah. the evening. Yeah, I gotta check that out. Uh, you, 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 you'll, you'll, you'll cry. I mean, yeah, I I mean you, you, you talk about you know balling like a little kid. I did too because yeah. I still can't well, believe know, he's gone. The reason I like hockey, uh, hockey, the reason I like baseball is because my grandmother and Expos I used to watch baseball fans, together. Of course, of course. We used to watch Expos. Expos. And, and she would sit in her chair and drink her scotch on the rocks. Yeah. And we would uh, watch baseball. She was the one that got me into baseball. Love so. Gary Carter. I mean, you know, there there were so many others. I mean, there's I I, I I I can't even I can't even you know, football. I mean, boy, when I was a little boy, it was Joe Namath. Uh, I like Larry sure. Zonka, Bob Greasy from the Dolphins, and Zonk from the Dolphins. Um, you know, certainly, uh, certainly. Uh, oh, back during you know, the Jets when they were really good, but just not good enough. In the uh, late seventies, early eighties, there was the New York Sack Exchange, sure. and Mark Gastineau, man. I mean, Mark Gastineau, what yeah. A, what a freak! Yes. What, a, what a knothead! Yeah. But Boy, when he was on, he was great. There was yep. nobody, nobody better. You know, Joe Klecko, Abdul Salam, um, and Marty Lyons. That's your that's your New York Sack Exchange. I loved those guys. You know, um, 
Uh, Phil Sims. I mean, here's this blonde-haired little kid coming out of Moorhead State back in 79, just like this kid, yeah. uh, Daniel Jones, out of Duke. Everybody's like, who the heck is this schmo? From Moorhead State? <laughs> Moorhead. <laughs> okay. And uh, all he did was, you know, be a part of two Super Bowl teams and win an MVP here and there. I mean, you know, Lawrence Taylor as a player, as a guy, maybe not not as much, but as a player, LT, watching him come into the oh, league. Oh, yeah. Coming into the from league. Giants? from Yeah, LT, from 81 yeah. out of uh, North Carolina. Yeah, I think he's he, my, my best friend. He redefined the, the whole. That's her favorite player. Oh. She's a tattoo uh, yeah. For Lawrence Taylor, yeah. Uh, just he redefined that whole outside linebacker position. Hi, Lisa. Yeah, hi, Lisa. What's up? She's a big Giants fan. And She's the one who has the Giants room. That's it. Yeah. You know? she, well, again, like who and you like. Tickets. Enjoy who you like, season you know? Um, yeah, and there's just so many. Yeah. There's just so many. I think for me, it's like uh, with baseball, uh, my all time favorite player is Pedro Martinez. He's, he'll always be my, he's my number one. Pete. Uh, but yeah, Pete. Tim Rains and Gary Carter. Uh, yep, and also uh, an Expo as well. Yeah, so. well, I, I like And also Expo. a Red Sox. So yeah, you see, he kind yeah, of encompassed yeah, yeah. everything. Uh, he helped to bring uh, the Sox to the World Series um, and to break the curse of Bambino. Um, and he's just, I love him as a, I think I love his personality. He was always a good person. You never heard about him getting in trouble no, or really doing drugs. Or he just was, and you see him on TV being a correspondent. I just love him. I do. I just something about him. I just think he seems like just a cool... Keith Hernandez. Come on, I like him too. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, but again, yeah, same thing. Gary Carter, Tim Reigns, love. Um, you know, football, you know, it's the easy is Tom Brady, obviously. Well, but I, I liked uh, Troy Aikman from Dallas. I like Brett Favre. I always say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> because of Ben Stiller. <laughs> you remember that in something about Brett Favre? Brett Favre. Um, I, I did like him as well. Um, but I had a thing for Troy Aikman for a while. I don't know why, I just did. Troy I just was liked good. Him as a, I Troy figured it out, man. He started yeah, at Oklahoma State and it wasn't working well for him. He went to UCLA, yeah. got himself noticed, and bingo. In 89, the uh, the Cowboys came off a one-win a one win season and they needed somebody who could uh, who could direct traffic and, and steer the sure. offense. And boy, oh boy, you had him first in there. You had Michael Irvin. You had... Um, uh, Emmett Smith come Emmett along Smith. shortly after. Yeah. And they were, you know, Irvin was already there. Then Aikman, then Smith, and it's yeah. like, look out! Again, uh, not a Cowboys Guinness. fan, but those guys were great. I love, I love those. Willie guys. McGinnis from yeah, Willie's good. Well. He's another one. I like watching him on NFL Network. Yeah, he's good, right? He's yeah. funny. It makes me laugh. He's I like him. funny. Um, I, I like him. Hockey will it'll always be Raymond Bork for me. Raymond be Bork, yes, for me. Um, I really love Cam Neely on the, you know, the Bruins. Guy Lafleur. Pavel Bure and Fuego. Yeah, Guy <laughs> It was uh, for the Canadians, you know, that was a big one for me. Uh, basketball, again, yeah, same thing with the, the Chicago Bulls. Because that's probably, I didn't really pay attention to basketball. That's like, I never really paid attention to it until the Bulls. Right. So it was actually the Bulls who made me start watching basketball. They were fun to watch. And that's really how it started. I mean, it wasn't just, like you said, Michael Jordan was also Scottie Pippen. That was the whole ensemble. Yeah, there's just something about that team that just, you know, you watch them even though you were like, I don't even like basketball, but I'm going to watch them. And that's kind of where that came if from. If George W. Bush were, were here, he would say, it's because they were able to jillificate. Mm. Jillificate. <laughs> 
you know. Um, and then, of course, with the Celtics, it would be, you know, uh, Kevin McHale, Larry Bird. Right. You know, old school. Yeah, old Larry, Kevin G. Bill Russell going back further. Yeah. He was dynamite. Man. Yeah. He was something else. You know, and uh, what I, yeah, so that's, that's all of it. But, yeah, it's just I'm all over the board. I think. Uh, Johnny Bench. I like Johnny, Johnny Bench. Bench from the uh, Cincinnati Reds, Big Red Machine of the sure. 70s. Boy, that guy, he was he was a great catcher, and he, he was a very great hitter. What was I just thinking? You just made me think. You said Cincinnati. You made me think of, jeez, um, I'm having a brain freeze. I can see his face. Ken Griffey? No, Pete not Rose. Ken Griffey Jr. Pete Rose. Pete Rose. That's yeah. what I was just thinking about. Because I still think to this day he should be in the Hall of Fame. I agree. I agree. You hey, know I bet. It was bad. Yeah, okay. But you have people doping and, uh, and raping chicks, and they're in the Hall of Fame. So it's like, you know, like, or, or allowed Or allowed to not be banned from baseball. Yeah, here's just, here's uh, two words for you. Steve Howe, mm. okay? There's a guy who got kicked out of baseball and brought back in. Yeah. Uh, no more than, I'm going to uh, say, four times. You know, or no less than four times because of drugs. Okay, yeah. this guy bet a little money on baseball. I get it. You shouldn't. It's not right. Blah blah. Right, it's wrong. And and he 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 paid. I mean, he paid. I think Pete Rose paid like he murdered somebody. I mean, he he it's definitely. It's thirty years. It was the summer of eighty nine. Seriously. It was all summer. I have an issue with Remember? that. And I think he he deserves to be there. And I I know I'm not the only one that thinks that. Uh, you're, the list is it long. Is, uh, the list is long. No, Wade Boggs. Charlie. Oh, Wade like Boggs was great. Yeah, Wade he Box. was very great too. You know, but back to Pete Ooh, for a second. Charlie yeah. Hustle, man, he just and he played for the Phils as well mm-hmm. when they were very great back right. in 1980. They got the World Series. Yep. Boy, I tell you what, just so, uh, George Brett for uh, for uh, Kansas City, for Kansas City Royals. He was really something too. He was the last guy, one of the last guys to tickle uh, the 400 batting average. Yep. Rod Carew. You know, okay, time for Rod, Rod Carew. <laughs> <laughs> he was Hall another of one. Famer, Rod Carew. Rod Carew. He- was he Jewish? Yeah, or, yeah that's he, right. He's he converted. Part of he yeah, converted. He converted. That's right. I knew there was a caveat. Hall of Famer, Rod Carew. O.J. Simpson. Not, Not a, a Jew. Jew. <laughs> <laughs> um, and even back, okay, O.J. Simpson, before he got all how he got. Oh, well. O.J. was great. I'm sure he was. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, to watch that guy play. Yeah. I, you watch, well, Sheesh. before he murdered everybody. Well, I mean, he, you know, he was, his, when you would watch him run, I mean, he was like lightning. I mean, he ran, psh, I mean, it's so quick. He was like liquid so on legs. Quick. He was like, like Barry Sanders, speaking of that as well, from the from the Detroit Lions, played 10 seasons and said, you know what, I'm done. What? What? He was, I think he was 30 or 31. He was very, he was very young to just say, I'm done without having. I'm done. I'm, I'm done. Without having like a, a, a physical, medical, situational reason. Um Physical Billy Sims, there's another one going. Speaking oh, Billy of, Sims, I don't know. So, uh, he was another one. He, he he played for Oklahoma State, and he he was another that went to the uh, to the Lions. Oh, he was in the uh, in the late seventies, okay. and boy, he was something else as well. Just wow, just just like, lightning in a bottle. I love this is the thing that's so interesting to me. Like when when I watch sports. And you know how it's like kind of changed over the years. Sure um, whereas with correspondence, it used to be all male, and now they have women. Of course. And I don't mind women on the sidelines. I really don't. Um, but you know, I think I think women on the sidelines should be like tough. They always look like a little too prissy. Like there's this I can't remember her name. I don't know why it escapes me. But there's a a woman on the NHL Network who does. Uh, is it? Is it NHL or MLB? I'm trying to remember. But she's a correspondent. She has her own little show. And she always wears the tightest 
shortest <laughs> dresses. And trust me, you can dress nice, you can, but I mean, hers are like clubbed all the time. And I always make fun of her because I'm like, I understand she's a very attractive girl, very okay. nice, you know. But in my head, I'm like, I can't be a man and watch without. And I'm not a man, but if I were a man, I would just look at her, her breast all the time because she wears the tightest, tightest, shortest stuff. And I'm like, I get it because you're appealing to men. And, but, you know, if sports isn't enough, you got to have women dressed like that. And every time she comes on, I always go, because I think she's in a nightclub. I don't get it. I just, I don't like it. I don't mind women. That no. is not my issue. No, 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 not at all. But I don't, I don't get that. And I, don't tell me it's because men, they needed to get the male audience. No. Sports already has the male audience. I mean, to me, don't you want to get the women? Because the problem is, is that so many women will pretend they like sports because they're trying to get the guy. So they'll like, oh, I love football. I love, I watch it with you. I'm a big, ooh, I love the Giants, John. But you really know nothing about it, which I hate. Like, educate yourself, learn about it. I had to teach myself. I knew hockey, I knew baseball. That was it. Right. Football, I had to learn. Basketball, I had to learn. I had to learn about what. how is the sport played? I dated what does girl, it all mean? I dated a girl for about five years mm. as an adult. And, um, you know, uh, I, I like my, my two games are baseball and football. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoy a good basketball game. I enjoy a good hockey game. Mm-hmm. I'll even watch an interesting golf match because sure, I, 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 used, I used to play. I and watched I, and, I, Woods. and no. I get it. Okay? But baseball and football. And I'd be sitting there watching I'm like, is when you want to watch something else? Oh no no. You know, and to her credit, she would you know, they would we would listen and Gary and Keith and uh Ronnie, Gary um Cohen, the uh commentator and then Ron Darling former Met pitcher and Keith Hernandez the former Met first baseman they're now the broadcast team and they would comment on something and she'd be like okay wh- what does that mean please she'd ask you tell me good. what does that mean good and you know the first year was like oh come on leave that you know high pitch and he goes a pitch up here by your neck and batter goes swinging out I'm like oh come on leave that up there would you mm. she's like what do you mean so right. I, you know, I said it's it's high, it's too high. I mean, they come at they come right. having played fast pitch softball, not major league baseball by any means, but as close as I ever got to it. Right. You know, when there's a ball being pitched at you coming high, you know, it's easier to see because it's it's higher towards your your vision. Right. And boy, you just want to get that bat up there and try yeah, to have. Don't do you that. can't do it. Don't you can't do it because no, it's high. a it's a ball. You Leave it up there. Let it, let Leave it, it up there. Take you the ball. You swing at it, you get a strike. Right. Leave it up there. Right. Leave it there. <laughs> so, second year we're together watching the ball game. I go in to get something to drink, and then all of a sudden I hear, "Oh, come on, leave, leave it, it up, up there." there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. and, and, and and same That's thing good with. Though. And well, she admitted she what to, she knew and what she didn't know. She was eager to right. learn. She was like, "Ah, oh, this is boring. I'm going inside." Well, she could have, you know, right. maybe it was, but you know, she was of the ilk of even with football. Okay, now what 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 just happened there? Or I would say. Some of the effect of saying, okay, watch this. He's gonna he's gonna fake it to the running back, you know, who's standing behind him, mm-hmm. who's gonna make believe he's gonna run through the two guys to the right, and he's gonna and the quarterback's gonna sneak out like so to the right side and throw it to the guy over by the sidelines. Oh, stop it. 
And sure. That's exactly and what they sure did. enough, that was play, play action. He faked it to the to the, the running back, did a bootleg to the right, yeah. and hit Sterling Shepard or Rodell Beckham down 15 yards by the sidelines first down. How did you know that? Because no spy. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's, I, I can be, but I mean, it was just. Because of the situation, because of the personnel, because of how they were lined up, and because of how Eli was over, you know, before the play, directing, yeah, directing traffic. Mm. Well, you watch, I bet. Okay, and, and here again, second I year. I forgot about the Mannings. Yeah, yeah. It's it second year. She was like, mm. "Is he going to throw it again? Like like that one time?" I'm like, "Watch," and you know, it, it, learning. Yeah. And enjoying it. We had fun. We had fun. I mean, there was, we you know, fun. there's no Shangri-La, but that was kind of fun. I think the storm has ended. I think I so. I didn't hear thunder anymore. I didn't either because it was rumbling there we're still, for a while. It, we're still here. The, Which is nice. The building didn't collapse on us. So we got that going for us. You know, I I, I don't think the hippie We're steps, alive! I don't think the hippie stuff is going to come down for quite some time. I keep playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared. I'm scared. Ah. <laughs> uh, Hey, 730, hey. what do you think? I want pancakes from PJ's Pancake House. That's not a bad idea. That's you know what, what PJ's Pancake House I really House do. I'm not, up I'm right downstairs over here. At PJ's Pancake House, and you'll hear the commercial soon, right downstairs, right. brand new here in Robbinsville. And guess what? What? I'm going to be eating some pancakes oh. for dinner. Pancakes for oh. dinner. And this is a tavern. There's booze. What's up with that? Well, that's what happens in the tavern. Blitz you get, and the pancake? You get adult beverages. That's why, again, thus the tavern. Smoking a pancake? <laughs> Two bits. Mm-hmm. Smoking a pancake. <laughs> like, no, seriously. Like, that's so weird. Like, when you have a shot and then have a waffle? Maybe. What, what happens? I don't understand Maple that. flavored Like, imagine, whiskey. are there any drunk people just like, oh, God, more uh, syrup, more syrup. Uh. Uh, put some butter on it. Uh. I don't know. All I know is that I now all I keep thinking about. I literally was all week. I was thinking, so it's going to be open. I think I checked with Gina. I was like, Gina, is it opening Wednesday? Is it Tuesday? When's it yeah, so you guys back and forth on the yeah. messenger. I was like, like, hey, is it open? Yeah, open? So now I'm thinking, every time I have a radio show, I'm going to go downstairs and have a pancake. Oh my! Yes, I am. All right, then. got a problem with that? Uh, hey, my pancakes, my me. problem, bitches. <laughs> I got 99 problems, but my pancakes yeah, ain't my one of them. Hit me! Hit my pancakes up, yo. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, then let's have a look. some pancakes. Okay, I'm in. And uh, we, I already talked about my weekends. I said I have my recital. And, right. Uh, and what's going on with you? Well, we talked on mine, too. Your I got a uh, football game. Football game. Uh, your Mammoth Rage up at the uh, Wilkes-Barre Warriors. Just uh, just around the corner, just down the street, literally from Mohegan Not Sun. Not Monmouth. 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 Just around the corner from Mohegan Sun uh, yes. Casino and uh, Horse Track up there to Wilkes-Barre. That's Township. where you're going? Yes, yes, yes. Mohegan near Mohegan Sun? It's about a mile away. It's right Snap. literally That's down like the street. That's like a three-hour drive. Uh, Four hours? No, 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 no. No? No. Oh. Two, a little over two. Oh, shit. We should go to Mohegan Sun and gamble. See? All right, sounds good. I like it. I like it. It's good. It's good. Well, that's it. Gino, let's uh, cue the music because guess what? It's 732, 28 to 8. Pancakes, pancakes. Pancake time. Peace. We out. Pancakes, pancakes, pancakes. PJ's pancakes. PJ's pancakes for me. Oi. Oh. Huh. What? Yes, we're done.